Hey there, you little Michi dwellers. Welcome to Stamachi Underground Japanese, Episode 5 of Fundamental Mechanics of Japanese. I am Tarek, and as usual, I am accompanied by J-sensei. J-sensei. Genki. Hi, Genki desu. Arigato gozaimasu. Minasan, kyomo yoroshiku onegaishimasu. J-sensei. Yeah. Uh... Kono mai last samurai ega omita. Oh, どうでしたか How was it?、Oh, the whole time. New keta is that I was crying. Zuto naite ta ndesu ka? Zuto naite ta. Zuto naite ta. That movie is so moving. Like, I did not anticipate it. I remember loving it when I saw it in theaters back in the day, right?、Mm-hmm. And I watched it again. And even the parts that weren't even emotional, they had me like tears were just streaming through my eyes. And then that last line, Chef's Kiss, unbelievable. That's awesome. That movie's so good. It is a good movie. I don't know if I've told you what my favorite samurai movie is, but I really loved Seven Assassins. I don't think I've seen that one.、Ooh. I got added to the list. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. <laughs> it's, it's dark, but it's done really well. So, yeah, yeah does it have the, the same tear jerking appeal as Last Samurai does? It lacks kind of that romanticism, but、right. it has really great fighting scenes. And、mm. if I had to guess, it, it feels like a I mean, the fighting stylized for sure, but、mm-hmm. kind of like the grimy, <laughs> dark, low tech sort of feel that it has. In a way, it, it felt realistic, even though obviously、right. I've never been back in time before. <laughs> You're right, 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 right. Well, I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah, it was really good.、And、so, Jay Sensei, what, what, what do we got today? What do we got today? Well,、um, today's lesson is all about Japanese pronunciation again, focusing on, like I said last time, consonants, but we're gonna spend some time discussing syllables as well. And we're going to also talk about relationships again. Specifically, familial relationships in Japanese. Did you know, Tark? They got three basically three different words for dad in Japanese. That is a lot of dads. <laughs> it is a lot of dads. There's a reason why they call it your forefathers, am I right? <laughs> Did the fourth one get assassinated? Well, in Japan, it's your three fathers, and、um, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> and、um, yeah, we're going to learn. <laughs> well, actually, I guess if you really think about it, we have that kind of stuff in English too father, dad, papa. Well, let's look at today's <clears throat> conversation. Today, we got Kai and Tomoro. Kai is showing Tomoro some pictures on his smartphone, and we'll have Tarek be Kai, and I'll read the lines for Tomoro here. Let's go. As a reminder, if you are listening to this podcast, we would like you to, as much as possible, pause, rewind, and repeat as many times as you feel is necessary until you actually hear. Every sound and every word that we're saying. And have it memorized for that matter. And, and maybe if you could massage my feet too, that'd be awesome. <laughs> we're doing this podcast for free. <laughs> <laughs> so at least a foot massage would be appreciated. All right, cool. Let's dive into this. Sono hito wa kai no otousan desu ka? Hai, so desu. Kore wa chichi to haha no shashin desu. Sono hito wa dare desu ka? Kono hito desu ka? 妹と弟です妹さんがとても可愛いんですけど彼氏がいますかそうですねまあいますけど姉はいませんよ
あーでもお兄さんはちょっと Alright, let's go ahead and、um, break down that conversation. First sentence was, その人はカイのお父さんですか Tark, what does that all mean? Is that person your dad? はい、そうです。これは父と母の写真です。Yep, this is a picture of my mom and dad. その人は誰ですか Who's that person? この人ですか妹と弟です。This person, it's my little sister and my little brother. 妹さんがとっても可愛いんですけど、彼氏がいますか ?Your little sister's really cute.Does she have a boyfriend? そうですね。まあ、いますけど、姉はいませんよ。Yeah, she kind of does, but my older sister doesn't. あ、でも、お姉さんはちょっと。Oh, but、uh, your older sister is kind of well, <笑> and the next word we have isn't Fat, that would be for toy,、ね、but instead we have hito.、Mm, What does、right. hito mean, Jason? Say, hito is person, and we saw it in our conversation when Tomoro said, Sono hito for that person. Sono hito wa dare desu ka? We also had that in the third line, and again, that's hito. hito. And then we have, uh, wait, what was it? Yes, that's right. That is right. <laughs> <laughs> We have hi, so des. Hi, so des. And so、um, uh, des can change its meaning a little bit depending on the sentence ending particle. If you say so des ka, that's kind of like saying, oh, is that right? And if you say so des ne, that's kind of like saying, hmm. It literally、um, can just be like filler to something so, to fill the space while you talk. <laughs> Huh, and I, I know that, like, when you are affirming some data, if you want to say it casually, you could just say soul, right? Yeah, and you can also say soul disney in that situation, too. So, there's kind of two、huh. definitions soul disney could be like when you're thinking and you don't know what to say, and then when you realize, oh, yeah, no, that is that is correct,、um, huh. you could be like soul disney. <laughs> so, if I want to be like, hmm, yeah, that's right, I'd be like soul disney, soul disney, soul. And then, if you do so this yo, it's a little bit more of a stronger, informative version、mm. of that last one. So it's like really telling someone, like, that is right. So, if I wanted to be a little more casual with it, could I say so yo, or would it、mm-hmm. have to have a death? Okay, you can also so do yo. So yo, or so da yo. So da yo. All so, right. Tarek, what's the word for a picture or photograph? Shashin. So da yo. <laughs> <laughs> well played. <laughs> So, how do you pronounce shashin slowly, if you would, Jay Sensei? Shashin. Shashin. Beautiful.、Yeah. And then, who is in that shashin? Let's find out.、It's... Looks like the first one is haha. And I'm not laughing at you. Well, I am internally, but haha means what, Jay Sensei? It is one's own mother. Ha ha. Ha ha. And this is going to confuse a lot of people that watch Dragon Ball Z, but、uh, what does Chi Chi mean, Jay Sensei? Chi Chi is father, specifically one's own father. And that's Chi Chi, correct? Chi Chi, yep. All right. Next, we have the bane of many children's existence. We have Ani, which means what, Jay Sensei? One's older brother, Ani. 
Next up, we have the older sister, who I feel as though is less likely to be a bully. And that would be Annette. 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 Next up, we have the little brother, the one that gets bullied. I think that How hopefully our listeners um, from last time remember that this is Ototo because you told us your story about like dad and mixing it uh, up with little brother. Yeah, don't make that mistake, guys, especially when your mother's around. There's um, a reason why we brought it up today again, along with Imoto, um, and we're going to discuss that in just a little bit. And speaking of Imoto, Tark, what does Imoto mean? It is one's own little sister. Imoto. And there's an U there um, after the Mo. So it's Imoto. Imoto. Our next word is boyfriend. Looks like Kareshi. 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 You can also leave off the shi to say boyfriend as well and just say kare. Like, for example, kare no namai wa nanska would be what's your boyfriend's name? Um, mm. So you can just use which one you um, prefer. Some people even say boyfriendo. Boyfriendo. Tariku-san, how do we say garufriendo in um, Japanese? Kanojo. Yep. So you can say Kanojo, Kanojo, or Garu Frendo as well. Garu Frendo. All of those are accepted ways to talk about partners. And if you want to be, mm. if you want to say partner, you can also say that Patona. Patona. And speaking of relationships, we mentioned earlier that there are three ways to talk about your family members in Japanese. Now, it's going to depend on who is talking about who and who is around. So, Tarek, if I'm talking to a teacher, I'm going to use more polite words when talking about my family and my teacher's family than I would when I'm talking to a friend or mm. a family member. Mm. So, um, if I'm talking about someone else's um, family members, I use otosan for the father, okasan for their mother, and their um, older siblings would be onisan and onesan for older brother and sister, and the younger siblings would be ototosan and imotosan for younger brother and younger sister. Tark, what do all these words have at the end? They all seem to have a son at the end. Yeah, and they all, with the exception of the younger siblings, have an O at the beginning as well, don't they? Oh my gosh, you are correct. That's because O and San are polite affixes. So the O's are polite prefixes, the San's are polite suffixes, and they get added to certain words to show respect. Correct me if I'm wrong, Jay-sensei, but you'll even see this when it comes to food. Like, I know sushi will sometimes be O sushi. Yeah, like the word water is mizu, but most people say O mizu because it's more polite. Now, these next words are also polite. I don't want to like give the impression that they're not, but they're humble, meaning they lower the perceived social status of the person who's speaking. So in other words, you try to use humble words when talking about your own family, and then you use more honorific um, words when you're talking about another person's family. So when I talk about Tarek's dad, I would say Otol-san, but if I'm t discussing my father, I call him Chichi. Put some respect on that name. Oh, Chichi. No, just kidding. You would never do that, <laughs> by the way. And you would never say, oh, Chichi-san either. <laughs> but here's a confusing thing a little bit, admittedly. If I address my father, it is okay to call him Oto-san. 
When I'm with my friends too, if I call my dad otosan, people aren't going to really call you out on it necessarily. It happens a lot, but it's not as proper. <laughs> so. Right, 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 right. They'll just give you like a funny look and they'll be like, all right, whatever, dog. And like, you can also call your dad otochan or tochan. There's so many different versions. That's kind of like saying daddy or papa. They're more um, colloquial versions of uh, the word for father. And we're not going to go over all these for every family member. So if you are watching, you'll see those on the right side of your screen. And for those of you who are not, feel free to comment and send us a message. And then we can send you a picture of this list as well. All right. So Tarek, how would you refer to your mom when talking would, to me? I would say, ha ha. Yeah. Now, let's say that, like, we're drinking buddies. What's another thing you could... How could you also talk about your mom? So, it looks like I can use Okasam or I could use Okachan. Yeah, like, you know, with your friends, it's okay to kind of use those addressing um, terms with your friends. But, of course, when you're actually talking to your mom, that's, like, the best opportunity to say things like Okachan or Okasam. All right, Tark, so... Um, let's say that you're talking about my older brother. What would you say? I would say Onisan. Good. And if I'm talking about my older brother, I would say Ani. Ani. Now, if I go and talk to my older brother, I would maybe get his attention by saying Onisan or Onichan. Tark, do you have an older sister? Onesan ga imasu ka? Onesan ga inai. Uh, so you don't have an older sister? Nope. Me neither. So I would say Watashi wa ane ga imasen. I don't have ah. an older sister. Kind of here's a funny note. Um, Onesan is a, a polite or is one way you could address your older sister. But um, like sometimes Japanese men will even like hit on girls with this word, like to, to like get a, a woman's attention that they don't know on a street to start up like a mm -hmm. conversation. They might be like, huh? Nee, onesan. I equate it to, what's up, sis? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like saying, what's up, sis? <laughs> That's funny. Like, you'll sometimes see like people in front of stations who try to like talk to girls to try to get them to like work at their bar or to work at their pub or whatever mm. um and um, or sometimes like they're just trying to get customers to go inside of their bar and like they'll they'll um, start talking to random people and sometimes using this friendly language with them mm. So, um, Tark, I don't have a younger brother, but you do, right? I got two. Ototo-san no namae wa nan desu ka? Are you the oldest, by the way? I'm, I'm the oldest, yeah. So you're Chonan. So, like, the one under you would be Jinan. Jinan no name wa Suraj. That's a cool name. Suraj yeah. desu ka? Yeah. Kakui name and then, desu ne. Sanan would it... be, like, the, the one under him. Sanan. Uh, Sanan no name wa... Ollie. I've never met them before, but maybe it'd be cool to meet them someday. Yeah, it's ka. It's ka. Now, um, the funny thing about addressing your own like younger siblings, like ototo or imoto, is you heard me refer to Tariks with san and stuff, but you don't really add chan or san when addressing your own um, younger siblings. In fact, it's not really even common to call them ototo or imoto, really. But if you want to get their attention, it's better to use their given name. And if you want to, you can add something like chan or kun. But it's better to do it to their name. So if I had a little brother named like Kenta, I would be like, ne Kenta-kun or ne Kenta-chan. 
Hmm. Um, Chan's usually uh, better for um, females. So let's say, oh, so I have a daughter though. Her name is Luna. And I Luna could, Chan. yeah, I would be like Luna Chang um, to get her attention. So that's how we discuss family. And uh, Tark, anything that you feel like our listeners should know about these words? Uh, there's a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely some things to keep in mind is all of the familial terms for other people's families have an O in the beginning except for younger sister. Mm. And then... Um, Man, she, she really gets the bear of the brunt, doesn't she? <laughs> yeah. She, <laughs> she needs more love, probably. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> when discussing your own family, um, the words change quite a bit, but don't use the words that you use to discuss your family for addressing your family. You'll still say otosan and okasan for your parents, onisan and onesan for your older siblings, and then ototo and imoto, or their name uh, for your younger siblings. And with that, we should jump into our second pronunciation lesson. Let's go. So, um, Tark, we just had the words chichi and haha in our last segment. Um, I think those kind of words are cute, <laughs> where you have like yeah. the same thing repeating over and over again. Yeah, it's definitely playful. Yeah, and maybe maybe it sounds cute because like it's sort of similar to the first things that kids say when they're like learning language. Like kid, babies always like mama or like gaga or mm, right or like when you bonk your head, they're like ha ha. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> and you know, one reason why a lot of people like get the impression that the Japanese language is kind of cute sounding is because that combination of a consonant and a vowel repeating is really common for Japanese syllables. In fact, the whole s structure of Japanese syllables is either you have a vowel all by itself, mm -hmm. or it could be a consonant and a vowel, or you could have consonant vowel plus an N on the end, oh. or it could be consonant plus a Y and then a vowel. So let's look at some examples of those. So the next word has two syllables, but they're both vowels, and it means house. Uh, it looks like house is also the same word for no. Oh, they're similar. Let's go ahead and read this mm. one time. It's yet. All right. Yet. And the way that that's different from saying no is, and I'll go ahead and write this in while we talk about it, but no has two E's. So it's yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yet means house, and yet is no. And those are single vowel consonants. Our next example is the word for mosquito, and it has a consonant vowel combination. It's ka. Ka. Good. Let's do that one more time. Ka. Ka. So here is a four-syllable word um, that not only uses consonant vowel um, sequence, but it, it repeats too. So it's tokidoki. Tokidoki. And tokidoki means sometimes, and it's my favorite mm. word in Japanese. There's actually a really cool uh, clothing brand called Tokidoki. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, like, generally they produce, uh, I guess, kawaii sort of stuff, but there's a slight edge to what they do, which is kind of nice. If they um, sponsored us, that would be kawaii too, so. 
Yeah, true that. Tokidoki. Tokidoki. You should, give us... uh, you, you oh, should sponsor us, Tokidoki. Like, I can't tell if you're, like, addressing them or if you're, like, <laughs> like suggesting, uh, like, how often they should sponsor us. <laughs> yeah. you, you should sponsor us sometime. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you should sponsor us. Our next uh, example has the consonant plus vowel, but it also has an Mm sound on the end. And this is the only consonant that can go at the end of a syllable in Japanese. Mm. It looks like bean, yep. which is a glass bottle. But correct me if I'm wrong, Jay-sensei, but bean is also the word for a flight. Oh, I thought you were going to like say something racist. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> nope, I said something homophonic instead. You did say something homophonic instead. Because if you didn't know, a homophone is a word... That has the same sounds as another word. Mm. That means something different. Bean, a glass bottle, and bean, a flight. <laughs> um, when is your next bean to Japan, man? Uh, not soon enough. Well, I hope you get there safely on that glass bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Our... I'll put a message in it just in case it gets lost. And while you put a message in that bottle, I'm going to go ahead and include one more word down here. We're going to do the word for today. Tark, do you remember how to say today before I write it? Kyo. Nice. Now, the reason why I wanted to do this one is because it has a consonant plus Y plus a vowel. Um, and technically, it's a long O sound written with an ooze. So, kyo. And there are a couple of consonants that can combine with Y. This Y is the only consonant that really can combine with another one at the beginning of a syllable. And let's look at some more examples of that. In addition to kyo, we could also say nyo. Nyo. We could say bia. Bia. We could do also byo. Byo. Which byo means a second. Ah, and Bioin is the hospital, correct? Yep, Bioin is a hospital. Mm. And let's go back to full screen. And now we're going to look and discuss the consonants in Japanese that are um, the most difficult to remember and learn if you are a native speaker of English. Um, because, you know, most of the consonants in Japanese are, are pretty similar to mm. what we use in English. So uh, the first thing that I wanted to get under our belt is this idea of the double consonant. In Romaji, it's written with literally two consonants, the same one back to back. So in the word kita, it's K-I-T-T-A, and there's two Ts. In Japanese hiragana, they use a small tsu to write this sound. and To uh, indicate like a small pause, right? And that's the funny thing, right? Yeah, like I said, like to indicate the sound, but it's technically not even really a sound, but you have your glottis way in your throat, and it's it causes like a brief stop. Like it kind of stops the airflow for a little second and it's called a glottal stop but basically what, it's what that glottis do baby we have it in english words like depending on which accent of english you speak like mitten i know there are probably some people out there who are really stubborn and want to say that they do pronounce it with the t like most honest people i talk to don't pronounce it with the t and they say mitten mitten <laughs> there's another one in english in like a word like some people say sitting 
and that's fine, but sitten is like something that I think mm. it's fair to say a lot of English speakers say. So that's a glottal stop, and it's um, written with a double consonant in Japanese romaji or a smotsu in hiragana. Um, the next one is how Japanese people pronounce what sounds like an F sound, um, which we see on words like fuji. Mm. Uh, F you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, that's another interesting thing about the constant F is it can only be followed with the U, like the U vowel. Mm -hmm. the, the oh. Vowel. You'll never have like F with E after it mm -hmm. um, because it comes in the ha, he, fu, he, ho group, right? Mm -hmm. And all those other ones were H's. I, I think you brushed up on this uh, on the last session where you were talking about how there's this particular way you have to use your lips to pronounce a foo. It's not exactly a foo. It's a foo. Yeah, exactly. So at the end of like last lesson, we kind of previewed this. But um, this is a sound that's made with your two lips as opposed to like your teeth and lip. And so it's fuji. fuji. I'm going to kind of like exaggerate that like motion in the camera. So if people want to see it, they can. Fuji. Mm. But... Japanese people probably don't move their mouths that much when they're speaking. It would just be like, Fuji. Yeah, it's just natural at that point. So even if you don't say this consonant correctly, it's not going to cause any sort of misinterpretation or misunderstanding with what you're trying to say. It sounds similar enough to not be um, confused with something else. But this next one is... <laughs> <laughs> the Japanese R sound um, can really give English speakers a hard time. Mm. Um, it's a trill. And what a trill means is that you use the tip of your tongue and touch the top of your mouth, like usually like somewhere close to what's called your alveolar palate. So just kind of think like a little bit behind your teeth, upper teeth. Mm -hmm. And it almost like flick touches it just for a second. It's not quite mm. like a Spanish one that like rolls, but it's just a brief moment. And for that reason, it can sound like a D. Oh. So a lot of people, when they hear da, like they think it sounds more like a, someone saying da. And so in a lot of ways, the Japanese R is kind of like a combination or a, a, a blend between our R and D sound. And it's for that reason that Japanese people get kind of confused when they hear our L sound, because we actually often, mm -hmm. when we use L, we'll put our tongue and touch the top of our mouth with the tip of it. So the R sound is going to always be followed by the same five vowels that we talked about last week. So these will be good to practice saying for a number of reasons, and I recommend that you like say it and then listen to yourself. And if you can even record yourself and then listen to how you sound when you are saying this and, and actually try to cultivate awareness of how you sound, your pronunciation will get so much better. Um, and so when doing the Japanese da sound i want you to purposefully butcher it as well mm. kind of like in the following way um the correct way to say these would be da di do de do mm. and kids like learn this when they're younger they learn it in this order da di do de do so Tarek, let's try um butchering this together and also like saying right. it correctly so let's do right. da. Ra. and that was so short right and like so brief compared to the english word raw wwe raw <laughs> <laughs> then we have D. Ri, not ri. Yeah, don't don't ri. say ri. And then we have ru, ru. not ru, like kangaroo. Mm, or I rue the day that I learned this lesson. Ru. Um, <laughs> the next one is that. Re. Not really re, you know? Mm. And finally, there's do. Ro. 
that's like different from how we say row in English, right? Mm. So one more time, really quick. We have ra, ra, ri, ri, ru, ru, re, re, ro, ro. Yeah. Okay. Last consonant um, thing that I think is pretty difficult is we already hit on it. It's this consonant plus y deal. Um, out of all the ones we just mentioned, again, the most difficult have to be the ones that have an R in the beginning. So we spell this R-Y-A, and it's pronounced Ria. Yeah. Good. Um, a lot of people, when they see this, they want to say Ria. And if you have to say Ria or something like that, um, that's fine to like start. But um, eventually, you know, record yourself, listen to yourself, practice, actually rehearse going about saying Ria. Yeah. Next is Ryu. And you have to learn how to say this because this means dragon. Ooh. Yeah. Ryu. Got one of them on my arm, baby. We can see your rings. Oh, there it is. Yeah, there we go. Nice. Looks good. That's a Ryu. Ryu. Not a Ryu or whatever other people say. <laughs> Street Fighter. Yeah. Oh, speaking of like, um, isn't there a Ryu also in Street Fighter? I might be tripping. I don't remember one. Like, Ryo is another common, like, Japanese name for men, and it's pronounced Ryo, spelled R-Y-O. Oh. Ryo. Um, I guess when it's a name, there's usually an U on the end, too, so it becomes longer. So, like, Ryo. Ryo. Very good. All right. So, we talked about the glottal stops. We talked about the bilabial F sound, the R in Japanese, and then the consonant plus Y constant combination that is pretty hard for english speakers but if you can master just these four difficult sounds your japanese will be sounding so much better than most people's um and so let us know like if this helps you leave us a comment um and tell us which one you find particularly difficult and we'll see if we can um send you some materials to help make and that if we don't if and if we don't, you can refer to us as the Naughty Word of the Day. Oh, our Naughty Word of the Day is our final familial term today, and it is kusobaba. <laughs> and what does that mean, Tark? means like cranky, shitty old lady, mm-hmm. you know? So when I was going to Japanese school, I had this teacher. Like, her name was Moronaga-sensei, and... She she was so funny. She's like, in the future, I want to be a kusobaba. I was like, was like, why why do you want to be a kusobaba? And and she said, because like they can do whatever they want and no one like like bothers them. <laughs> you know, I feel as though that uh, the kusobaba is the Japanese female counterpart to the American archetype of the old man telling you to get off my lawn. Oh, maybe. Yeah, and you know, like. <laughs> Like, she was awesome and hilarious, but, like, she already was, like, on her way to becoming Kusobaba because I remember uh, one time I was, like, just kind of sketching in my, like, um, notebook, and she took, like, the page out of the notebook and threw it out the window. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she it, sounds like a fucking G, dude! It was, it was, like, honestly, like, I know some people who would probably, like, be shocked by that kind of experience, but it totally, like, motivated me to study hard because she was like, you didn't come all the way to Japan spending, like, thousands of dollars so you could draw in class, right? And I'm like, oh, damn. <laughs> She's good. Dude, inspirational Kusobaba right there, dude. Yeah. Forget being the Queen Bee. Be the Kusobaba, <laughs> ladies. Be the Kusobaba. 
We should make t-shirts. <laughs> yes. So, Tarek, how would I, like, say, like, move faster, Granny? Like, I'm driving, right? Hayaku shiro yo kuso baba. Hayaku shiro yo kuso baba. Hayaku shiro yo kuso baba. And um, that is our lesson today. For review, we went over familial terms. We talked about the difference between the words you'd use to discuss other people's families, the ones you'd use for discussing your own family in a polite situation, and how to address the members of your family. We talked about Japanese pronunciation, specifically focusing on syllables and consonants. We spent most of our time looking at the consonants that are difficult for English speakers in particular, and then we ended with a kusobaba, who is a shitty old lady. Um, it was our <laughs> naughty word of the day. And uh, next lesson, what are we going to get into? Looks like we got some time expressions, so I hope you got some of that. Yeah, like, did did you guys all like Tokidoki? Because you're going to get more Tokidokis next time. Then it looks like we got some more verbs and more particle O. That's right. Once again, if this lesson you found it helpful and fun, please let us know by leaving a comment or a rating. And we will see you in the next lesson. Oh, oh, and also, if you would, uh, if it's YouTube, hit the bell notification because that helps a lot as well. Yeah, we're doing one of these a week. And so you can always get notified when we put out a lesson. And so you can stay on top of your Japanese studies. Yeah, you fucking better or else uh, you're just some kusobaba. Yeah, who doesn't like hanasu any nihongo. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, kyomo ishou ni benkyou shite kurette arigatou gozaimasu. Mata kondo. Mata kondo. Bye bye. Shitsure. Shitsure shimasu.